Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Our friend, the great Greg Amzinger, joins us. He, of course, product of the Lindenwood University and a native of St. Louis. Greg, I was at an event yesterday with our buddy, Coach Jed Stuger from Lindenwood, and uh, it's always good to talk to him and always good to talk Lindenwood. How are you doing this morning? I am doing great, but you're not doing all that well. Is it's it? my now 13-year-old son, London Amsinger. Today is his birthday. He opens the door of his bedroom uh, this morning to find a uh, puddle of cat vomit right outside oh, no. his uh, door. The cat, which is his pet, decided that would be his gift, which is unfortunate. What a terrible way to start your day on your birthday. Then he opens up his phone to find out that his favorite player ever Kevin Durant has been traded from his favorite team oh. because, you, like you just said, I am from St. Louis. We never had an NBA team. So years and years ago, we adopted the Brooklyn Nets when he was a little guy. So we go to games all the time. We go all the time to Brooklyn Nets games. And for him to wake up on his birthday and see the cat vomit and then to see Kevin Durant be traded, he's a bummed out guy right now. I mean, thankfully, he's devilishly handsome like his dad. But other than that, he's having a rough birthday. All right, hold on here uh, because you can either bring him over to the phone or you can play this on the app later. But one, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear London. Happy birthday to you. I gotta be honest, fellas. That was a, a number one, super sweet. But were you guys like in show choir? Because that was in tune. <laughs> That's the song we got, big boy. That's the one. <laughs> uh, Randy, Randy, your voice has always been very impressive, but I can see you with jazz hands, like in high school. <laughs> no, you know what? Carrie and Matthew just did. <laughs> we definitely did. <laughs> oh, I wish I could have seen that. You, you got to come back and join us so you can so you can partake in all the fun we have in studio. Greg, it's the best. It you is. Guys, I mean, we. I need to be able to have an app so I can watch you. It, we, we, I, I want to be able to see you while I harass you weekly. It's so on the way. It, it is on the way. So you will be able to see us. We're, we're patiently waiting uh, for the cameras to get in studio so that we can be seen on on TV or whatever YouTube. YouTube however, we'll be be able to be consumed every single day. So you'll you be know, able to check funny. us out. It's funny. It, things change when that happens because then you, <laughs> then you start to see the twitches. Like I rarely listen to a show. So, for example, I, I, I taped the top 100 players right now, and the first show debuted last night, and I just wanted to see how I I just want to see how it looks. I don't even listen anymore. I, don't, I already know what I said. I, I just want to see how it looks. Like, do I have a weird twitch with my eye when I'm talking? <laughs> and what am I doing with my hands? It starts to get in your head, and it might change the show a little bit. Yeah. Just like, you know, 
<laughs> well, thank you for that advice. I will make sure I, I pay attention to my habits with my hands and my movements. <laughs> hey, Greg, we were talking about this, uh, and I want to know your feelings. How do you feel about players that are um, jumping right in and getting ramped up with the World Baseball Classic instead of kind of easing their way, their way into it with uh, spring training? I think there's a bigger initiative that matters, and that is baseball being relevant. Like baseball being right out of the gate, a hot topic that everyone is fired up for. Six years ago, we had record ratings on MLB Network for these World Baseball Classic games. And you're going to see terrific ratings on Fox uh, because these games are overflowing with stars. I mean, this is baseball's World Cup. It's not going to be at that insane rating level, obviously. But what you're going to witness are you know, 20 different teams that are going to compete at the highest level. There's more talent this go-around than there was last time, and that's through groundswell, through what players think about it, uh, through the just the osmosis of media coverage that has been given to this event. It's only getting bigger. So to, for, for me, I, I think it's all good. If we're fired up for Major League Baseball earlier than normal, then the World Baseball Classic has accomplished a major important initiative for the sport. So uh, I get it. Everyone's got skin in the game. If you've got some of your favorite players and your favorite team that are ramping up, I mean, you know, Adam Wainwright isn't 25 anymore, and he's ramping up early going into the last year of his career. So, and that not only that, but we saw Nolan Arenado have a, a really poor performance six years ago in the World Baseball Classic. Um, so, you, you know, you think of that. And I understand why people have pause, but if you care about the game and growing baseball's popularity, the World Baseball Classic is extremely important. Greg Amsinger, MLB Network, with us on 101 ESPN. There's a great piece up at MLB.com by David Adler. It's the nastiest pitch on every team in 2023. And, for example, for Toronto, they've got Kevin Gossman's uh, splitter. They've got uh, Ryan Helsley's four-seamer for the Cardinals. They've got Emmanuel Class A's cutter for Cleveland. Greg, you watch Pretty much every pitch of every game, and especially big-time pitchers with big-time pitches. I'm going to put you on the spot here because I'm assuming that you didn't think about this or have the opportunity to read the piece. But what oh, yeah. what's the most compelling and best pitch in Major League Baseball right now? The one pitcher that has the best pitch. It's two. It's, it's a tie. It, it, it's a tie. And, and it, it's a tie between two guys that throw right-handed change-ups. Luis Castillo's change-up is unhittable. He can tell you when he throws it. His fastball had the biggest whiff rate of any fastball in baseball last year. So people gravitate to his 97-mile-an-hour forcing fastball. But that fastball has the same arm action as his changeup. The changeup is electric. Now, from a reliever standpoint, St. Louis and Devin Williams, the closer now, oh, the yeah, Rivers, call. his right-handed changeup is the most dominant that I've seen from a closer since I would probably say Fernando Rodney when he had a sub one ERA with the Tampa Bay Rays. Then before that, it was Trevor Hoffman. I, I look, little London Amsinger is not in the car anymore, but he had a big smile on his face when you guys sang <laughs> happy birthday. I, 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 I'm telling him right now, you know, you're going to sit with Pedro Martinez and a good friend of mine, a colleague, and you're just going to learn how to throw a changeup. Like that is the pitch. When you have the same arm action. With, a, with three fingers essentially on the ball compared to having a full grip, it is an unhittable, perf, uh, tunneling perfection uh, done to a man with a bat in his hand. You cannot hit it. 
So the two pitches that are tied, in my opinion, as the most dominant pitches in baseball right now, and there are a lot of great fastballs, there are a lot of great sliders, I totally get it. But it, the change-ups of Devin Williams out of the bullpen and Luis Castillo as a starter for the Mariners, those are the two best pitches in baseball. Great calls. Great calls. And I would argue that there's a tie for first all time. And again, we're going to the bullpen. Obviously, Rivera's cutter, right? That was one of them. But for those that don't remember Bruce Suter, that Bruce Suter splitter, it's another pitch no that doubt. everybody knew. He only threw two pitches. He, he had the, the splitter and then he had the 87 mile an hour fastball. So everybody knew what was coming and nobody could hit it. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Right now, the best split in the game is Shohei Otani. Yeah, yeah. Shohei Otani's splitter is unbelievable because he throws it as hard at as he throws it. But I love this topic of conversation because we, we've seen the game become so physical and guys throw things harder with more spin. So we've got better quality pitches. I don't know how the pitch timer is going to affect all that. Mm. Uh, but I remember seeing Noah Syndergaard throw a 94-mile-an-hour slider. And I was like, I remember when I was growing up. When I was growing up, that's what we thought Nolan Ryan was throwing, was yeah. 94 miles an hour with his – Forcing fastball, and it was only 94 because we were in already in the sixth or seventh inning. He was a little tired, mm-hmm. but 94 is where his fastball would sit. This is a 94 mile an hour slide piece. We've seen Clayton Kershaw's curveball mixed in with that elevated forcing fastball that he threw back in the day, which was just dominant for Clayton Kershaw. He's reinvented himself over the years, and now he's kind of cutter slider happy, uh, and that gets guys out. I always watch pitchers who are great and to me like hall of fame pitchers and for me the, the the hall of famers the way they get by and still win when they've got 70 to 80 percent of their stuff like adam wainwright right now is so fun to watch clayton kershaw so fun to watch one of the best examples of this for me pedro martinez with the philadelphia phillies remember that yeah, pedro didn't yeah. have, he didn't have 97 anymore he didn't have that nasty slider. He had to change speeds with his change up. <laughs> he would throw his change up at different speeds. I love the craftiness of pitching. It's so fun to dissect and talk about. Greg, when you talk to hitters uh, about about the pitching that you speak of, would they rather face? Uh, uh, because for me, standing in front of a, a, a mile, a hundred mile per hour baseball doesn't seem appealing. But as you talk about a ninety four cutter or a changeup that just gets you so off balance, a curveball, which one would a hitter prefer to face? It's amazing, great question. So with the pitch timer on the horizon, here's we're getting ready for it, right? I, I, I'm talking to all of our position player analysts at MLB Network. I'm like, guys, this is good for hitters. Right, velocity is going to be down. You know, you're going to see less bullpenning. Guys are in the bullpen because they don't have the, the the mastery of multiple pitches like starters, so they can't recoup to throw a 94 mile an hour slider and throw 100 miles an hour and miss location. But it's okay; it's 100 miles an hour. It's going to be fouled off if you throw it over the middle of the plate. That's going to be 97 now, and it's going to be squared up in the big leagues. I go, so this is good for the hitters, right? And they all, all of them, unanimously say to me. Greg, I'd rather have time in the box to think about and get ready for what he's about to throw me. And I go, wait a minute, you'd rather see 100 miles an hour <laughs> than, than 96 or 97 with a pitch timer? They're like, absolutely. I need time, Greg. And the fact that I'm, I'm going to be sped up, that would worry me. And when I was in Charlotte calling the game with all of these rules in place last year, that was the biggest takeaway. The hitter's are sped up. They're swinging earlier in counts. 
They'd rather have more time and face nastier stuff. It also goes back to the, the sticky stuff conversation, right? I would always say to Harold and, and uh, uh, Sean Casey, I'm like, you don't want guys using pine tar on the mound. I mean, that, all that does is add to their spin rate and masters their control. And they go, no, I'd rather I'd rather know that he's got a grip. Yep. I don't want to get hit in the head. And I'm like, what? Why is that the only outcome of not having uh, sticky stuff on a baseball? You're going to get hit in the head. I don't understand that. That, 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 that. That's the only outcome. You know that, right? Like, don't you want to get paid? Don't you want a three-run bomb? But no, that they were always worried about being hit in the head. So hitters, they're just different animals compared to the rest of us. And by the way. I think Nolan Arenado is one of those guys that's going to be affected because he loves to step out. He does, He is a thinking man's hitter, and to have to be back in the box with eight seconds on that clock, I think is going to be problem, problematic for Arenado. I did an interview with former Cardinals prospect Zach Gallen mm-hmm. yesterday, and I, I I asked him, I go, look, I love watching you pitch because when you when there's no one on base, you get the ball and go. He's, he's one, among the faster pitchers of baseball. But when there are base runners, he's the fourth, most deliberate pitcher in the sport. 27 seconds in between pitches. So I bring this up to him. And I'm like, is this an adjustment you're going to have to make? And he puts his head down and he smiles and he goes, uh, the way I look at it is this. Uh, the game of baseball is dictated by me. I'm the pitcher. I have the ball. And I had to cut him off and be like, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. I mean, the game is dictated by a clock. And this is going to be a groundbreaking reality that a lot of players on both sides, hitters and pitchers, are going to have to realize it's not the same game anymore. If you are a reliever or a closer, you might need a get-me-over third pitch. It might not be a plus-plus pitch, but you might need a get-me-over pitch because with the lack of velocity you are inherently going to have, when they bring you in for the third straight day in the middle of the summer, you're not going to be able to throw that 97-mile-an-hour fastball in the corner. So what are you going to do? You need to figure out something to just get me over to go, oh, where did that come from? Did he just throw me a changeup? Like, you're going to have to do that to, in, in this modern reality. So I think the way baseball used to be is about to be completely unraveled based on a clock being married to the sport. I can't wait to see it. It's going to be fantastic. Greg, we're going to talk about the World Baseball Classic next week. All of the rosters are out. All 20 teams are going to be ready to go, and we're going to, we're going to break it down further in weeks to come here on this show. We always appreciate your time. Are, are you on tonight, by the way, MLB Tonight? I, I'm not on MLB Good. Tonight, but uh, the second installment of uh, Top 100 right now, 8 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you tune in. I'm with Chris Young, Cameron Maben, uh, and I'm wearing a fancy three-piece suit. Oh, got to check it out. We'll, we will absolutely do so. Have a great day, as always. Thanks for your time. You're the best. All right. Take care, guys. See you. That is the great Greg Amzinger on 101 ESPN.